1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Well, you know what? We're going to start this show, actually, Asif, with the 2019 Housing Market Outlook. And that was released by REMAX this week, and it suggests that Canadian home prices are expected to increase by 1.7% next year. And joining us to talk about this is Christopher Alexander, Executive Vice President and Regional Director of REMAX Integra. Christopher, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Christopher, the uh, the key word seems to be stability for 2019. Tell us a little bit about uh, the report and uh, your findings. Well, stability sounds, uh, that's a great way to sum it up, awesome. Um there are going to be a number of markets that perform in the healthy, the healthy levels of between one and a half to seven percent appreciation. That is sustainable growth that does not leave risk of a bubble. Uh, there will be some underperforming parts of the country uh, and some that overperform, which is why we we believe we're going to have just under two percent national growth next year. That's awesome. Yeah, like uh, areas like Chilliwack, BC, I, I see that's predicted to be about 13%. And, and even here, uh, you know, in the Toronto region, we're expecting uh, growth as well. So it's great to see these types of numbers come out, especially after the year we had in 2018 or the start to the year. Yeah, I, I really believe that the worst is over for the GTA. Um, and now we're back into some some breathing room, as, as I've been saying, that, um, you know, sellers and both sellers and buyers are going to be able to make better decisions because there won't be added pressure of a frenzied market that we've experienced so much in the past. And, you know, more recently when things softened up, um, there was a little bit of uh, negative consumer confidence. But now I, I really believe buyers are back in. They, they know what they can expect um, for the most part, and sellers, you know, are, are still in the driver's seat for, for much of, of the GTA. But uh, it just it balance really is is uh, what we can look forward to. And also, like when you when you think about the prices in 2016, and and so sorry that there was a drop from 2017 to in 2018 of four percent, and now we're expecting a two percent increase. That's a six percent swing. So that's a relatively large swing to get us back into where we were, you know, uh, end of 2016, early 2017. So again, it it is the sign of a balanced market. Traditionally, we we look at growth of about 8% to be pretty normal, if you want to say. So when you look at a swing, if you take 2018 out of the picture, you're looking at a 6% swing between 2017 and 2019. So again, great news all around. Well, also, if you consider, you know, 4% dip compared to 17 and 16, it's not bad at all because those two years were... You know, the, the growth, especially in 16 and the first part of 17, were 
astronomical. Um, you know, you had gains of over 50% in some parts of the GTA. Um, so if you if you look at it apples to apples that way, uh, I think we're in really good shape. And the market really needed to calm down from that time period anyway, uh, because it just wasn't sustainable. Uh, and I think we avoided uh, a major crisis. Um, you know, uh, because of the correction that happened in in, in the latter part of 2017. And I'm also looking at the condo numbers, Christopher and. We we're, we're projecting growth of 5% in the condo market itself. Uh, again, a, a market that continues to just, you know, help the city out and, and almost saving the real estate market because condos have played a huge role in, in these increases, not only in price, but also in terms of, uh, you know, what selling units sold. Well, yeah, I mean, they, it's funny you said they saved the day. I mean, they're, Real estate in, in the GTA is still very expensive um, for a free old housing, and condos are the affordable option. Um, and people have adjusted their lifestyles to living in smaller spaces because people want to own. Um, you know, 40% of Canadians want to buy real estate that don't own it already, and that's a really good uh, picture for us, and it helps us project that there's still a lot of a lot of demand in the market and people still see real estate as a good investment. And when we're looking at average price being down for, uh, you know, housing in Toronto and, and you look at the average price of a condo, it's, it's quite obvious that the average price for all of Toronto will be down because the average price of a condo is down. So if you're comparing apples to apples, the average price of a detached home or townhouse or semi hasn't fallen. It's just that the mix has shifted from homes to condos, which is giving us the perception that price isn't going up that much. But when you when you compare detached to detached and condos to condos, there is a significant increase. Yeah, I think, you know, we're in the healthy territory. Two, two to seven percent is healthy. You can get sustainable growth, um, you know, built upon from the year before. So, you, you know, if, you're, if you bought a home, you, you're going to make a little bit of money year over year. And we don't have to really worry about the risk of an overheated uh, marketplace. Um, and that's something that we've been kind of, like, whether we'll admit it or not, or people will admit it or not, I think that's what everybody's been looking for because the run-up that we've had over the last 10, um, 10 years or so was not sustainable, and we avoided a crash landing, uh, and certainly are in more of softer territory now. So we're really excited uh, about next year. I think, though, sellers should expect homes taking a little bit longer to sell than they have in the past, but that's okay. Um, and buyers will have a bit more choice. And I think because we're in that healthy territory, uh, we're going to have a, a good market here. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is On The Market. We're talking to Christopher Alexander, Executive Vice President and Regional Director of REMAX Integra. Christopher, what's your advice to those who may be sitting on the fence and waiting for prices to drop? Are you saying you better jump in because they're not going to come down? Um, I think if you're waiting for prices to drop, you're probably going to be disappointed. Um, we, we don't see it. Uh, don't see a, a, a correction on the horizon. We, we already went through it for 
almost 12 months between April 2017 and June 2018. So I, I think if you're hoping for a big dip, you'll, you'll be disappointed. Uh, you know, of course, there, there, you know, external factors can contribute. If our economy doesn't do as well as we think it will, or there's a global recession, that could change things. But overall, I don't think um, that is going to be the case. And that's a great point, Christopher, because we've been saying since June that the people that are sitting on the fence, their window is closing. So they were waiting for the other shoe to drop, and, and it didn't happen, and that window continues to to close at a, a rapid pace. And if they don't get into the market right away, they're going to find their options limited as the inventory gets scooped up and prices continue to climb. So great point with that. Well, I think, too, it's important for people to remember that real estate is a long-term investment. And, you know, you, 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 the worst thing you can do is be thinking about buying today and selling tomorrow or next month or next year. You, you want to hold on to it for a longer period of time, get some appreciation, um, because that's how you how you win in real estate. It's a long-term investment and... What gives us a lot of confidence is the world is still looking to the GTA and Canada as a safe place for their money, and uh, that gives us a tremendous amount of confidence for next year. Again, great points. We we tell our clients all the time, you know, if... If the market is soft, people are not going to give their homes away. They're just going to hold on to it. It's it's a long-term investment, and people aren't going to sell just for the sake of selling. Uh, you know, people will not lose money on their real estate investment because they will keep it over time. That's that's right along those lines. Yep. Christopher, thank you for sharing your insight and advice with us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Christopher. When we come back, what does 2019 have in store for the housing market in York Region? Asif Khan with a look ahead. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Asif, we started the show with the REMAX report for 2019, suggesting that Canadian house prices will increase by 1.7% next year. What does it look like here in York Region? What we're we're looking at for York Region, Tina, is when you look at what happened in 2018, York Region took a huge hit, not only in number of sales, but also the way that uh, the appreciation was climbing. You know, you're looking at an average increase of about 3% right now, and that is going to be reflective next year because there's a lot of pent-up demand for York Region. Does that mean that they're looking for specific areas or specific types of homes when you talk about pent-up demand? It's uh, the pent-up demand will will include areas like Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughan, even Georgina, because that's where activity just seemed to stop overnight. And it was because the prices were climbing at a rate so high that people were deeming them to be unaffordable. 
And when you look at what happened in the multiple offers, this is where people were paying 50000 60000 100000 over asking, and that was driving people away from the region. And then 2018 started, and they were in a holding pattern. They wanted to see what was going to happen next, and, you know, is, is the, the shoe going to fall? When they didn't see that happening over the last, you know, five of the last six months have been, uh, you know, York Region has rebounded and, and they've continued. Not only has price climbed, but sales have climbed too. And that's what we're going to start to see from the early 2019 onto about, you know, a traditional spring market. So till about June or July, we'll start to see not only prices continue to climb, but activity will be up as well. So you still anticipate activity even though those prices are continue to, continuing to climb? Pricing, the pricing will continue to climb. Traditionally, York Region has gone up about 8% a year, 7% a year. And what you're starting to see now is a more modest increase. So if we're looking at about 3.5%, that's a modest increase. So it's not what we were used to, but it's also not what people were paying in multiple offers because that's when prices seemed to be up 18%, 20%. And that was the multiple offer phenomenon. It had nothing to do with market value. It was what was someone willing to pay in multiple offers for the house that they wanted. And you don't anticipate that happening again in 2019, do you? As of how the inventory looks right now, we don't anticipate that because we have a very healthy level of inventory. We have about three months of inventory, four months of inventory in some areas. So the multiple offers were happening when we had about two weeks, less than a month of inventory on the market. And now that we have a more, I, we'll call it a healthier market with three to four months of inventory, you have a selection. So you're not going to get 10 people competing on a home unless it's absolutely gorgeous. But you're going to have, you know, maybe one or two people interested in these homes. And as we've seen over the last year, even in multiple offers, people are getting asking price, maybe a little bit over asking price, but they're not getting those crazy amounts over asking. And what about the condo market here in York Region? Is it still going to boom in 2019? It is because if you look at the price points, an average of $493,000 or $500,000, that is the heart of where a lot of the younger families or the ones that are downsizing want to be in. So the condo market keeps them in the region or allows them to enter the region and it, it keeps pricing affordable. It's what they can afford. So uh, when you're going to the bank and the bank is saying this is what you can afford, you're going to go back and look in that price point. There's not a lot of homes in York region in the $500,000 or so range. But we've also seen an increase then in the price of the condo. We have, and condos will continue to go up. There's, You're seeing a lot of development in condos right now, but we're also seeing some resale. So before, you know, Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughan, you were starting to see a lot of pre-construction condos sold. Now you're starting to see resale condos because of the demand for that price point. So in terms of what do I look for then if I'm looking at a resale condo? Is it something that's built uh, within the last couple of years? Is there anything specific I should be looking at? If you're looking in the downtown Markham core, there's a lot of places that have been built. People bought these three, four years ago. In Stouffville, there were some pre-construction condos that were sold seven, eight years ago that are coming up for sale now. And in Vaughan, there's a lot of pre-construction that sold over the last three years. And as people take possession, they're thinking, hey, you know what? I bought this for an investment. I've made some money on it. I'm ready to flip it. So you, you have a, a mixture of, of a, a little bit of everything when it comes to condos. You're going to have the brand new 
uh, pre-construction condos that have just been registered that are going to come on the market. You're also going to have some condos that are four or five years old and people have been renting them out. And now the renters are moving on, so they feel it's a time to sell. Now, those condos that are maybe just uh, two or three years old or four or five years old, do we still go through the process like we do with um, purchasing a home in terms of a home inspection? You do. So with the with the older condos, you can get a home inspection. Sometimes it's cheaper because, I mean, with the condos, you can't really look behind the walls. They're concrete walls. So there's not a lot that a home inspector can do. However, they can check the electrical, the plumbing, the furnace, and... Uh, Sometimes it's even cheaper for a condo inspection because they don't have to check windows or the roof or anything like that. So we've looked at the condo market for 2019 in York Region. What about townhomes, semis, um, detached homes? What's that looking like for someone who wants to either stay in the region or move into the region? I think high density or higher density is still going to be where people turn to in the region because that's the most affordable. So townhouses, semis, and now there's even the live-work combo. So you you can live upstairs and rent out commercial space downstairs or operate your business downstairs. There's a lot of that in Markham and Vaughan now. So you're going to see that uh, aspect of it take off. And that's why a lot of these builders, you're starting to see them develop a little bit more of that style. You're also going to see some of the the developments that have older detached homes and people are buying them up side by side. You're, you're going to start to see semis built there rather than <clears throat> the monster homes because there's not a lot of demand for these huge monster homes. You still have them in some areas of York Region like King Township. But when you're looking in the cities like Richmond Hill or Markham, you're not going to have that demand right in the heart of the city. And that has to do with affordability. Exactly. There's not a lot of people that can afford a 3 or $4 million home right now, but you you will see the developers put in a couple of semi-detached homes for maybe $1.2 million or $1.4 million. And that way, they're attracting a larger or wider audience. So if you were to define or look at 2019 in York Region, what are you seeing right now, just overall, one general kind of statement? Look for York Region for prices to continue to climb at, at a moderate level, about 3.5%. I mean, Toronto, we're projecting 1.7% as far as that REMAX report that just came out. But for York Region, I think York Region will lead the uh, transition back into a, a hotter market, not a crazy hot market, but a hotter market. And uh, our prices will go up about three and a half percent and look for sales to be up about five percent. Sales took a huge hit in York region. It was, again, one of the areas that had a a huge chunk taken out of it sales wise. But because there's not going to be a land transfer tax in York region, an extra land transfer tax in York region, these are things that are going to make it prudent to buy in the region. Okay, time for our next break. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. 
I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. All set, Asif? I'm ready, Tina. Okay, here we go. Our first one comes from Linda in Markham. She says that they are now ready to buy their first home in the new year. Is there a checklist of what to have ready before they actually begin their search in 2019? Well, congratulations, Linda. That's a that's a great question, and and yeah, there are checklists. I mean, the first thing, the, you know, the thing that you need to do uh, foremost is get into a bank or, or speak to a lender about what you qualify for, and have all the documents ready so that you know what you're going out and looking at. After that, uh, we can put together checklists of you know areas that you want to look at. Maybe you're interested in certain school districts. Maybe you need a specific type of home, a condo versus a, a detached or semi or townhouse. So there's there's a lot of uh, preliminary work that's going to go into starting this search off. Now, in terms of having that down payment ready, I know it depends on the type of home. So if she has the option from a condo to a townhouse, a semi, um, a single family home, what is the approximate down payment that she needs to have ready for something like that? Again, it depends. So the down payment's going to depend on a couple of things. The down payment, first of all, there's a deposit. So mm-hmm. you're going to need between, say, twenty dollars and $40,000, roughly about 5% of the purchase price that you have to put down as a deposit, which is going to go against your down payment anyway. The down payment is where it gets tricky because that depends on your financing. You may qualify for a 10% down. The bank may say, hey, this is over a million dollars, so you need 20% down. That really depends on your credit, your income, and how much money uh, the bank is going to require you to put down. So again, the the most important thing is to get you pre-qualified, not only for how much you need to spend, but to know what you need to put as a down payment. What about some of those other costs that pop up that you don't realize or remember until you're at that point? Best thing to do is keep between 1% and 2% of the purchase price aside. That's going to cover your land transfer tax, your legal fees, uh, any deposits that the utility companies, because if this is your first home, you don't have a track record with the, the hydro company or the gas company. So they may ask you to put down $300 or $500 as a deposit, and they'll hold that for two or three years and then uh, put it back on your bill. Okay, our next question comes from Stefan and Maple. They plan to buy in the spring, likely a new build, but he wants to know, should he sell his home before buying a new one? And what are the risks in doing that? And part two to his question, what are the red flags when buying a new home from builder plans? Ooh, lots in there. There's, there certainly is. So new builds, it depends. Like, Are these going to be new builds that you're buying and they're going to be constructed within the year or next year? Or is this a new build that's already ready to go and it's uh, the builder has completed everything and you're walking in? So two different uh reasons there where you should or should not sell. If it's a new build that's ready, then yeah, you can go ahead and sell. If it's not ready, if they're just putting the shovels to the ground, you don't know if there's going to be delays. So by selling your home, you may put yourself in a position where there's a gap and and you don't want that because those are very hard to bridge in terms of having someone delay the closing on your home so that you can move into the other home first. 
But if you do have a place that you can go and stay, maybe parents or relatives or maybe a short-term rental that you can find, which are very hard to find, by the way. Uh, but, you know, if you can get a great price for your home, then by all means, let's go ahead and sell that home first and get you somewhere temporarily so that in case there's a delay with the closing, you're still prepared. And how likely are those delays when you're dealing with a builder and a new construction home? Lately, we have seen pretty much everything delayed. And sometimes it's one delay, sometimes it's two or three delays. They have to give you notice. So you'll get, I think it's 60 or 90 days notice that the builders usually do provide you. But it's not like if you think about it in the big picture, 60 days notice to say, hey, your house isn't going to be ready for another three months is not a lot of time to prepare. No, absolutely not. Now, in terms of the other red flags when you're purchasing a new build, uh, what else does Stefan have to look for? Well, Stefan, the, in the fine print of all the agreements, the, the plans could change. So especially if you're buying a condo and they decide that, hey, we can't put the plumbing down this wall anymore, so we're going to move the bathrooms over here. Uh, there's been some builders that have just said, hey, we can't put in the second full bathroom, so the second bathroom is just going to be a powder room now. There's a lot that can change, and there's a lot, uh, even when you look at builders, like when these developers are hiring builders to build these homes, sometimes there's a change in the builder, and now all of a sudden your finishings have changed, the, the quality of workmanship has changed, so you have to you know, take that into account, keep that in mind, and uh, account for any of those discrepancies as well. It almost sounds like you need um, a high risk tolerance to jump into a new build uh, contract. It's kind of like ordering a car mm. and it's the newest model and no one's seen it yet. <laughs> so you don't really know. You kind of have an idea of what it's going to look like because you've seen previous models, but you don't know what that one's going to look like. So it's very similar to that. And yeah, you do need a higher risk tolerance and, and you need a bit of a vision to say, okay, if it's not like this, then what can I do to still make it home? All right. That's our show for this week, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.